Welcome to Hear, Feel, Believe. The following is an open source Bible translation, a modern literal version of the Old Testament. Exodus chapter 1. Now, these are the names of the sons of Israel who came into Egypt, every man and his household who came with Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, and Naphtali, Gad, and Asher, and all the souls who came out of the loins of Jacob were seventy souls, and Joseph was in Egypt already. And Joseph died, and all his brothers, and all that generation, and the sons of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly, and multiplied, and grew exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. Now a new king arose over Egypt, who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Behold, the people of the sons of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal craftily with them, lest they multiply and it happen, that when war happens, they also join themselves to our enemies and fight against us and get them up out of the land. Therefore, they set forced labor managers over them to mistreat them with their burdens, and they built store cities for Pharaoh, which were Pithom and Remesis. But as much as they mistreated them, the more they multiplied and the more they spread out. And they were grieved because of the sons of Israel. And the Egyptians made the sons of Israel to serve with rigor, and they made their lives bitter and hard service in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field, all their service with which they made them serve with rigor. And the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of the one was Shiphrah, and the name of the other, Puah. And he said, When you do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stool, if it is a son, then you will kill them. But if it is a daughter, then she will live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and have saved the male children alive? And the midwife said to Pharaoh, Because... The Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian woman, because they are lively and are delivered before the midwife comes to them. And God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And it happened, because the midwives feared God, that he made them households. And Pharaoh ordered all his people, saying, Every son that is born you will cast into the river, and every daughter you will save alive.
And a man of the house of Levi went and took a wife, a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw him, that he was a good-looking child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with tar and with pitch. And she put the child in it and laid in it the reeds by the river's edge. And his sister, sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverside. And she saw the ark among the reeds, and sent her handmaids to fetch it. And she opened it, and saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion of him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maiden went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give you your wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses and said, Because I drew him out of the water. And it happened in those days when Moses was grown up, that he went out to his brothers and looked on their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian slaying a Hebrew, one of his brothers. And he looked this way and that way, and when he saw that there was no man, he struck the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And he went out the second day, and behold, two men of the Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to him who did the wrong, Why do you strike your neighbor? And he said, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you think to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, Surely the thing is known. Now, when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away. But Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. And when they came to rule their father, he said, How is it that you have come so soon today? And they said, an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds, and moreover, he drew water for us and watered the flock. And he said to his daughters, And where is he? Why is it that you have left the man? Call him, that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man, 
and he gave Moses Zipporah, his daughter. And she bore a son, and he called his name Gershom, because he said, I have been a traveler in a foreign land. And it happened in the course of those many days that the king of Egypt died. And the sons of Israel sighed because of the bondage, and they cried, and their cry came up to God because of the bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembers his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God saw the sons of Israel, and God took knowledge of them. Chapter 3. Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the wilderness and came to the mountain of God, to Horeb. And the messenger of Jehovah appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside now and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when Jehovah saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. And he said, do not draw near here. Put off your shoes from your feet, because the place on which you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look upon God. And Jehovah said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, because I know their sorrows. And I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Amorite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. And now, behold, the cry of the sons of Israel has come to me. Moreover, I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the sons of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, I will certainly be with you. And this will be the sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought out the people of Egypt, you will serve God 
upon this mountain. And Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the sons of Israel and will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they will say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, You will say to the sons of Israel thus, I am has sent me to you. And God said moreover to Moses, You will say to the sons of Israel thus, Jehovah, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name everlasting, and this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, Jehovah, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done to you in Egypt. I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite, to a land flowing with milk and honey. And they will listen to your voice, and you will come, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you will say to him, Jehovah, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. And now, please let us go three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to Jehovah our God. And I know that the king of Egypt will not give you leave to go. No, not by a mighty hand. And I will put forth my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst of it. And after that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it will happen that when you go, you will not go empty. But every woman will ask of her neighbor and of her who travels in her house, jewels of silver and jewels of gold and garments. And you will put them upon your sons and upon your daughters and you will despoil the Egyptians. Chapter 4 And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor listen to my voice, because they will say, Jehovah has not appeared to you. And Jehovah said to him, What is that in your hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, cast it on the ground, and he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled before it. And Jehovah said to Moses, put forth your hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand 
and laid hold of it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that Jehovah, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. And Jehovah said furthermore to him, Put now your hand into your bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. And he said, Put your hand into your bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom again. And when he took it out of his bosom, behold, it was turned again as his other flesh. And it will happen if they will not believe you, nor listen to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And it will happen if they will not believe even these two signs, nor listen to your voice, that you will take of the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which you take out of the river will become blood upon the dry land. And Moses said to Jehovah, O Lord, I am not a man of words, neither yesterday nor in any time past, nor since you have spoken to your servant, because I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And Jehovah said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes a man dumb, or deaf, or seeing, or blind? Is it not I, Jehovah? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you will speak. And he said, O Lord, I beseech you, send by the hand of him whom you will send. And the anger of Jehovah was kindled against Moses, and he said, Do I not know your brother Aaron, the Levite, that he can speak well? And also, behold, he comes forth to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. And you will speak to him, and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with you, your mouth and with his mouth, and will teach you what you will do. And he will be your spokesman to the people, and it will happen that he will be to you a mouth, and you will be to him as God. And you will take this rod in your hand, with which you will do the signs. And Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Let me go, I beseech you, and return to my brothers who are in Egypt, and see whether they are yet alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. And Jehovah said to Moses in Midian, Go, return into Egypt, because all the men are dead who sought your life. And Moses took his wife and his sons, and set them upon a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. 
And Jehovah said to Moses, When you go back into Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the wonders which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart, and he will not let the people go. And you will say to Pharaoh, Jehovah says thus, Israel is my son, my firstborn. And I have said to you, let my son go, that he may serve me, and you have refused to let him go. Behold, I will strike your son, your firstborn. And it happened on the way at the lodging place that Jehovah met him and sought to kill him. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet. And she said, Surely a bridegroom of blood you are to me. So he let him alone. Then she said, A bridegroom of blood you are because of the circumcision. And Jehovah said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. And he went and met him on the mountains of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of Jehovah with which he had sent him and all the signs with which he had ordered him. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the sons of Israel. And Aaron spoke all the words which Jehovah had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that Jehovah had visited the sons of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshiped. That will be all of the reading for today. God bless you all. Thank you.